record button since we're already kind of apropos to our topic talking, <laughs> talking about forgetting forgetting these yeah. uh you know i would say quote unquote smaller holidays you know not that they're not important but they're definitely not the big ones like christmas halloween thanksgiving do you do you have to say not that they're not important because you're concerned about hurting someone's feelings or something Yes, okay. very concerned. Because no, I think it's I. I think they are important because it's good to just uh, take some take some me or you time, and uh, you know I think uh, especially we've talked about this numerous times on the podcast about uh, our terrible ability in the states uh, with when it comes to work life balance. I got you. So I will welcome any holiday with open arms. That's for I sure. I agree with you in that sense. They're important. The days off are important for for us humans yep. to take. I thought you meant. Um, hold, sorry, I need to get some. Uh, now I forgot what I was gonna say. Don't worry about it. Whatever. I'm sorry, buddy. Well, you were talking about uh, holidays, um, not being not being quote unquote important. Um, having that time off is important. Oh yeah, I agree with you that having the time off is important. Uh, but I, I but um, you know, I, I guess my my initial pushback was like, I don't even know if I really knew what Labor Day was about until about an hour or two ago. Um, right. And, you know, that my, the extent of it to me is just like, I don't know, something about people working. I don't know. Right? <laughs> yeah, based on the name. I mean, So that's why I was pushing sense. back on uh, how are you going to call it important? And we barely even know what we're, what we're quote unquote celebrating. But in the that's sense, true. In the sense that it's important for us to get the days off, I agree with you on that. On, uh, right. on that, I mean, listen, right. even Juneteenth, with that, which I think is an important holiday. As soon as they said Juneteenth is a national holiday, I'm like, so we're getting the day off, or right, <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. Like, that's great I mean, and all, those... but do I need to come into work now? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I still actually uh, don't know the answer. I guess companies can probably make that decision on their own. I mean, I feel like, especially, and I, I don't want to put words in your mouth here, Jared, but I mean, you as a black man, you should be able to say, look, this is, you know, yeah. this is my holiday. I'm taking the day off. If you got pushback, I mean, maybe goddamn. I'll, maybe I'll organize all the black people, uh, which is hard at a giant company like mine. <laughs> 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 I know, a group. Well, I'll just get a group and we'll do a walkout. Or a log there you off. Go. A, a yeah. joint. We all log off from Set your teams to, teams to offline. Yeah. yeah. Right. You got to oh time it so everyone goes offline at the same time. What a protest. Right. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, that's how you protest, I guess, in these remote times, right? But because I don't know holidays, I actually scheduled it for Monday. So uh, no one's at work anyway. So no one even noticed because it's uh, Labor Day. So. Right. Oh, man. Um. <clears throat> Well, oh, should we get into no, it? Get that song we going? Should, but my, my shit's not even plugged in. Talking about freaking Steelio. <laughs> You're just looking at the clock like, all right, come on. Come on, Jared. We have places We've to We've already be. established this is Yara. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here today, <clears throat> excuse me, we are here today to talk about Labor Day, probably one of the most low-key holidays, at least in the U.S. Jared and I both were incredibly uninformed about uh, this holiday, which is why we decided to take it upon ourselves to uh, talk about it today, educate ourselves a little bit, and share some uh, some cool things about Labor Day. I also want to hear uh, what Jared's thoughts are as well on just what what he'll be doing for Labor Day, what maybe some quote-unquote typical Americans might be doing for Labor Day. And it is the long weekend, so we've got Monday off. And for those of you who aren't in the States, most people around the world celebrate Labor Day in May on the 1st. I think it's uh, it might be May 1st. I could be wrong about that. But in the States, we do celebrate September, it on the first Chad. Monday in September. Yep, I was getting there. Don't worry, Jared. Oh, sorry. You said May. Yep. May in other countries around the world oh. is, is, yeah. So that's kind of International Labor Day. But here in America, we celebrate it on the first Monday in September. So we've got a long weekend coming up, and this episode will be dropping on Labor Day. So we're excited to talk about it and uh, get into it. So without further ado, I'm joined by my good buddy, my co-host. What's going on, Jared? Hi, Chad. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I, I, I thought you were just saying the wrong month. 
Nope. <laughs> nope. I was we're confused. Good. I was like, wait, isn't it September? <laughs> I mean, my oh, mind like, still no, is confused. in May a little bit, Jared. <laughs> I haven't processed that we've gotten to September, but here we are, man. Yeah, well, now we're getting to pumpkin spice season. We're out of, uh, granted, hot boy, or was it white boy summer? Did not end well nope. uh, <laughs> with the originator being anti-vax and still being a just general douche. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's about Labor Day because Labor Day is today when this episode drops. And uh, we need to keep you informed. Like, for example, don't forget to um, pack the white away. No white after Labor Day, as we all know. That's true. You don't want to be out here looking like a freaking idiot. So white people, it's hibernation time. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just disappear in, into our pumpkin spice latte caves and we're uh, good to go. That's funny. Um, but yeah, one thing though, Jared, you mentioned uh, white boy summer and anti-vax. I want to talk to you at the top of the show today. I came across this today. And uh, I don't know if this is uh, what we would call a taste of your own medicine or, or a serving of humble pie, maybe. But uh, I want to I wanna read this article or at least kind of talk about it and hear what your thoughts are. Here's the headline, Jared. This is from The Daily Dot. Candace Owens is shocked. <sighs> she was poli- politely denied for a COVID test for spreading information. Misinformation. Uh, so uh, or, or misinformation. Yes. Sorry. And so what, what's so funny about this, Jared, is that she she has this long tweet thread. I'm not going to read it, but she's this I long saw tweet. It. I thread. saw this. On, I'm on Twitter. I see these things happen. OK. And it's just I find this hilarious because a lot of the conservatives out there, they're the ones who tout that private businesses can deny business to whoever they want. Right. Like that whole mm. kind of gay cake fiasco. And I think it was in Colorado. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For a wedding. Uh, that cakes, was a couple years ago. Gay cake. Right. <laughs> right. That's probably a terrible the, way a cake, to describe the, it. The company refused to make a wedding cake for or multiple. It's happened multiple times. Like right. wedding places have refused to make cakes for gay gay weddings. Right. And I just thought this was so funny to read just because it was like, you know, she she has been, you know, saying things like, well, I'm unvaccinated. I don't wear a mask. I travel all over the place and I haven't gotten COVID. My husband had COVID. I laid next to him in bed and I never got COVID. And she's like, well, I must be a scientific miracle. Right. I mean, think about it, though, because every time I've had to go most places where you have to go somewhere, especially something like a COVID Vac- testing site they will probably ask you the same like generic questions have you been out of the mm-hmm. country have you been ex- around anyone that's been exposed to COVID-19 you know the questions that you always get when you go to the right. so if they were to ask her these questions she would have to say uh, <laughs> yes like she'd have to answer so she would have been able to go in anyway right well but here's the thing so here I, I will read the email from the company because I do think this is pretty interesting so the email is um I've just learned of this testing. So this is from the owner of, and once again, this is a private company in Aspen, Colorado. Mm-hmm. And uh, they responded with, I've just learned, one moment, my old eyes can't read this small text. There we go. I've just learned of this testing request. And as the owner of this business, I'm going to refuse this booking and deny service. We cannot support anyone who has proactively worked to make this pandemic worse by spreading misinformation, politicizing, and discouraging, in all caps, Jared, discouraging the wearing of masks and actively dissuading people from receiving life-saving vaccinations. The only other, and this is, this is kind of almost like the mic drop of the email here, Jared. The only other testing option is the free kiosk by city hall. They mail their tests to Texas and have inconsistent result times. Do not take appointments. So it's walk-in only uh, midday weekdays uh, in their back alley, apparently. My team and myself have worked overtime to, exhaust, to exhaustion, unpaid and underpaid this past year, spending our own capital to ensure that our community remains protected. It would be unfair to them and to the sacrifices we have all made this year to serve you. Mm-hmm. Susanna. So shout out to Susanna for that because, um, look, I think if you, you know, if you're, spreading you know things that you think are quote unquote true and you have no background in science whatsoever you know who are you know who are you to talk about vaccinations and everything like this i think it's fine to be critical of the mainstream media however we do need to trust our doctors and our scientists and i love the fact that you know she kind of is getting a taste of her own medicine here jared and i just thought that was so funny yeah yeah you know it came across uh my my twitter sphere because you know of course 
the 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 libs I follow love to you know they 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 were love to dunk on 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 people and so this was a was a great you you didn't want to read the read read the um read her reply her her reply email uh oh she had a reply email yeah you don't have it up there I can pull uh, it's it up. not on this article she oh. what what I saw was she was had crazy. a video where she was irate can you find that email um maybe maybe it's still on our Twitter feed. But yeah, so what what one person said, though, is they kind of quoted, you know, so Candace Owens is irate tonight that a privately owned company uh, uh, and testing center in Aspen, Colorado, refused to give her a COVID test because she has spread. uh, Well, uh, oh, yeah. okay, because she has spread COVID and vaccine conspiracy. At first, I read that, Jared, as she had spread COVID. And I'm like, well, I mean, technically speaking, we we can't scientifically say that. But she has certainly spread COVID. uh, and vaccine conspiracies, that's for sure. Uh, and then this was kind of the, the other funny thing that Candace Owens mentioned, and hopefully you found the email by now, Jared, but what she mentioned is she said that this was the last time a white Democrat refused a black person service since the Jim Crow era. Yeah, but she says racism doesn't exist anymore in America, so it wasn't Does racist. she really? I didn't know she said that. Yeah. So she can't... She she She's already... She, on multiple occasions, she's discredited or discounted racism and claimed it not to be real or whatever um so she can't be claiming racism she's she's already lost her opportunity to play that card right racism that doesn't exist sailed what are you talking about no one was racist you just misunderstood well maybe you didn't maybe you didn't hear it right well maybe you didn't maybe they they didn't mean it like that you know right check your text by the way oh you oh sweet perfect okay so now let's uh let's take a quick look at this uh candace owens email here uh, thank you for sharing that, Jared. Her response, let me just full screen this. Once again, I'm getting old here, Jared. I can't read as good as I used to be able to. Here we go. Her response. Dear Susanna, I wanted to let you know that this might objectively be the most hilarious email I have ever received in my life. That's always a great way to start, Jared. Truly, I have never laughed harder. Nothing screams the virus isn't political Quite like Googling the names of people who book tests with you. and det- Well, first of all, I don't think you need to Google her name. Yeah. I think she's probably a big enough name at this point where people know. Yeah, uh, People hear what the crazy thing she says. Yeah, especially if you've ever been on the internet. You, right, you're, exactly. <laughs> you're yeah, familiar exactly. with her. Right. Um, okay, it's not like so deep then she research, says, too. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't, doesn't take too long. I mean, you could just do probably a quick scroll <laughs> through type Twitter. type in her name. And, and it would just yep. be like, oh, okay, there's all these news articles about, uh, you know, Republican anti-vaxxer, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's not not that hard to figure Which this, I find figure also, out. Jared, I find the fact that Republican anti-vaxxers are a thing when, like, the majority of them have gotten vaccinations themselves. That's what, well, that's what some of these libs were saying. They're like, they're, she's probably vaccinated herself and just even, not telling Even people. Trump got the vaccine. Yeah, like, well, he yeah he did. He recommended it at a rally, and and, and he people got booed, booed him in Alabama. Yeah. I mean, all right, do what ridiculous. You want. I'm just <laughs> right. Um, anyway, so nothing screams this virus isn't political quite like googling names of people who book tests with you and determining on a case by case basis whether or not you will let them comply with your community COVID measures. First of all, I highly doubt she's been complying with those COVID measures. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's you know that's just me making an assumption here. Um, nothing screams, I love my local community, quite like refusing to test people who are going to a local event and wish to ensure they are negative and therefore do not spread the virus. Um, okay, but once again, based on her tweets, like I, I'm seeing a lot of hypocrisy here. Um, that nobody stopped you from uh, hitting send on such an emotionally unstable and hysterical email leads me to believe that the people who work for you must love me, okay, that's a little narcissistic, and would therefore never deny me this entertainment. It's a COVID test. It's not entertainment. Anyway. No, she's saying the entertainment of the stupid email because oh, it made her gotcha. laugh so hard. Oh, I see. I gotcha. It's hard, it's hard to pick just one, but I think the best part of your virtue signaling rant is the arrogant assumption that you're the only person who can administer a COVID test from here to Texas. Oh, my God. Okay, this is actually pretty funny, Jared. She ends the email with LOL, um, some other stuff that she has blacked out there. Cheers, Candace Owens. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. My, my, favorite, what, my favorite part was the that uh, nothing stopped you from hitting send on such an emotionally unstable and hysterical email. 
I mean, it, pot ca- calling the kettle black because that's exactly what her email is. Especially since yeah. the exact words that follow are uh, talking about emotionally unstable and hysterical or about about how <laughs> the people that work for you must love me. Therefore, they like like it's like that seems like an emotionally unstable thing to say in, res- no in response to so and It's just I, it's so ironic that she's that she's saying that while this whole email just seems so unhinged. And I, I don't know. It's just. I, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Well, and crazy. I like how she she tells you know um, Susanna the the woman who wrote the email that you know she was virtual signaling in her email. Yet in a way, like Candace Owens trying to be like, well, you know, I'm the one trying to look out for your community by getting tested before a local event. It's like, well, you're doing the same thing. Well, also not even just that. In general, um, her put her responding this way and putting it onto her social social media is virtue virtue signaling her virtues to yeah. her people. Like right. virtue signaling has been given as this lib word, but she's doing the exact same thing with her virtues. Towards right. to her people, like virtue signaling doesn't just have to be your these the you know, social justice warriors or whatever, right? And yeah, she's once again it's just more, I like irony that you're set you know you, you know shoot yeah I don't know, but yeah, the, that uh, whole situation is just laughable in general. But I will say this, uh, as a private company, they have the right to deny service, and frankly, sure. I can see I can see where they're coming from. You know, sure, um, I, I'm I'm sure if, if um, I, people probably have just done research into her responses after those cake, the gay cake situations. And she's probably like, listen, this is America. Go get your cake somewhere else. There's plenty of places. Right. Yeah. So, so n- now I will say though, Jared, I will forever wonder if she was able to get a test in Aspen, Colorado. And if it had to get sent to Texas, <laughs> I'm sure she was able to find another place. And I'm sure a- after she put that up, there were plenty of COVID testing places that do love her. They're like, you can come here. We'll give you a test for free. I'm right. sure. I'm sure she managed to get a test just fine. Probably the perk of being a somewhat famous personality, regardless if if we like them or not. Yeah, <laughs> and it's Colorado. There, there, there's there are plenty of uh, of Republicans in Colorado. I mean, oh, there are plenty yeah. of Republicans everywhere. But uh, true, <laughs> you, there's no there's. It's not hard to. I'm sure it's not hard to find a place that would happily administer her a test. Right, but but yeah, I don't know. I just I find it so funny sometimes when. You know, especially conservatives who are the ones that tend to support like, well, it's a business and they have the right, a private business and they have the right to do what they want. Yet when this same shit happens to them, this is what we see. Yeah, they're hypocrites, Chad. They're, right. That's a normal thing for them, but that's okay. That's okay. Right. But um, anyways, I just want to bring that up. I thought that was funny. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I, I, I watched. I watched. I didn't watch it go down, but I just watched people, quote unquote, dunking on her. On Twitter, after she love to see that. it. Yeah, I'm well. I'd love to see it. I had a buddy I used I to teach with Jared. <laughs> Mostly, uh, what? I roll my eyes at it. I don't really. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. But it, but you know, then when the people do the dunking, it's it's just you know, then it's them. It's just it's just this whole circle jerk. You know, I That's then true. I'm like, why? You know, so now everyone needs to quote her and dunk on her. You know, ratio her. By getting giving her a bunch of retweets and stuff, you know, I'm just like, right. so I actually roll my, eye. I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get that much joy out of out of dunking, especially the when Twitter's it's Candace mm-hmm. Owens, something like this. This is just this is a normal Tuesday for her, you know, like, right. <laughs> like this is means it's nothing to her. This is the smallest of controversies that she deals with on a regular basis. This is right. nothing. It's, it's like the equivalent of like dunking on like a like a kids play hoop you know that's like five <laughs> feet tall that you don't right. have to jump on her getting know? denied is probably great for business like she's probably mm-hmm. like that's probably where she's laughing she's laughing at her idiot followers they're gonna eat up <laughs> right uh her response when she posts this on her twitter she's like oh this is gonna get some fire rts that's why that's why she loves it right like, yeah oh shit <laughs> right <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, clearly, I mean, she has a huge following on social media and she she knows how to engage with her audience and get them fired up. Yeah, that is for sure. That is for sure. But yeah. Anyways, just wanted to share that, Jared. I think uh, if you're ready, I'm ready to get into some untranslatables unless you got any. Okay, well, it is clearly that time, which means it's time for some untranslatables, which are idioms, proverbs, sayings, axioms that don't always translate on a one to one basis. 
And if it's all right with you, Jared, I'll get us started today with a Russian untranslatable, which is dat zub, which means to give a tooth or to give somebody a tooth. To extend an olive branch. What does what does that mean? Is that like to help somebody out? Yeah. Yes. Yes. To give yes, or to like extend like to to extend like the offer of help. Um, you know. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Uh, not quite. Very good guess. Okay. We have an English untranslatable uh, that also has to do with a body part, and it's one that you could not live without. Oh, to heart. Mm-hmm. Is it so, is it like to give it your all essentially? Nope. Okay. This is this is probably a, f- a phrase you would hear more like uh, kids say. Uh, let me give you an example here, Jared, to help you out. Let me let me extend you an olive branch here, Jared. Okay. Um, you know, say say you and I are fourth graders again. Somehow we stepped in a time machine, and uh, and we're in different classes. But I say. I say, Jared, uh, I really want to play soccer with you at recess. And you're like, sure, I'll bring my soccer ball. Um, and I go, and I go, really? You will? And you say, you know what? I'll give you my tooth. I promise. Very good. What's the Very heart? Good. Oh, cross my cross heart. Cross my heart. Yeah, there yeah. you go. There you go. Cross my heart is a super kid thing to say. <laughs> that's why I said it's more of a kid one. Yeah. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's, that. no, dude, I cross my heart. <laughs> I mean, isn't it like cross your heart and hope to die or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't understand that part, but yeah, that yeah, is, me either. That's that's at the end of it too. Uh, my first untranslatable is Romanian, and it's ar un morcov infund. He has a carrot in his ass, or I have a carrot in my ass, or one has a carrot in their ass. Is it like to not pay attention? Kind of like we have the phrase to have your head up your ass. No. I'm so glad okay. you followed up with it, have your head up your ass because I'm like, how did you get to not, <laughs> not pay yeah, attention? That's, that's exactly how I got, got to that. Well, that makes sense. Um, no, that's not so it. What is it again to have a carrot in your ass? Is that what <laughs> yeah, it is? I have a carrot in my ass. Oh, man. Maybe, I don't even know where to begin with this one. Maybe, maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe it's like the first day of work, you know, at a new job. Oh, if you're giddy and excited? You getting excited for the first day at a new job? Who do you? Maybe I'm weird like professional soccer player. (laughs) That's right. Who's getting excited for the first Uh, day at a new job? To be nervous and anxious, then. Yeah, to be nervous. Oh, it's kind of like you know, if you're really nervous, you might clench clench your cheeks a little bit. So you're saying the only way you can get a carrot to stay stay in your ass is if you clench your cheeks. I mean, probably not, Jared. Okay, I'm just, I've never hey, tried to put you one. You said in it my made sense, <laughs> so I was just clarifying how it would make sense because I feel like if well, I I'm, stuck I'm a carrot in my ass, it would just stay there on its right. own. But, right, but maybe I'm not that in yours. You have that. Okay, uh, you know, maybe not in yours, which would be how <laughs> the untranslatable would make sense to you, and that's the beauty of untranslatables. Well, no, I was thinking more about when you're nervous, you tend to just tighten up in general, mm. including you know your. Your right. booty hole might pucker a little bit. That's what know. I'm saying. So that's how right. you. That's how you. That's the only way. I you, wasn't associating carrot it with carrot. Well, that's in the untranslatable. Right. I'm. Yeah. I'm aware. Uh, I'm trying to think outside the box here to figure some of these out, Jared. And sometimes it's to my disservice. Mm. Let me give you a Japanese untranslatable, Jared. Tenohira uh, wo kesu, which means uh, to turn over the palm of your hand. I don't know why, but I got a lot of body part untranslated. I guess you do too with your carrot in your ass. <laughs> yeah, uh, clenched in so there. So to turn over the palm of your hand, Jared. Uh, to 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 do something behind someone's back. Uh, to deceive someone. Um. Uh, okay. Uh, not quite. Your in your our English untranslatable also has to do with a body part. It's close to your back. Is it your butt? Uh, a little higher. Oh, your neck? <laughs> I don't know. In between. Between your neck and your back? Mm-hmm. What the hell is in between your neck and your back? Or your I guess stomach? to the sides of your neck your and your kidney. back. Your kidney. Your shoulders. Oh, okay. I see. I don't even remember what the English was. What What's the literal again? The literal is uh, to turn over the palm of your hand. Oh, to give someone the cold shoulder. There you go. I got you. Yep. To yep. ignore to someone. Ignore someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm a good cold shoulder giver if, if necessary. I cannot talk. I mean, you know, it's so easy for me not to talk to people. 
Which is funny because you are half of this podcast and you do lots of talking on here. Yeah, but I have no reason to give you the cold shoulder. That's a very, uh, that's a very deliberate action. True. Very true. Um, my next untranslatable is Swedish. Det ligger en hund begraven. You know what that oh, the, word is. There the, there the dog lies buried, right? Was that how you would say that? There the dog lies or, buried? Well, I was translating, I guess, more word for word. The dog lies there buried? I don't know. How, how would you translate it in English? There's a dog buried here. Oh, yeah, that's a lot better. Uh, there the dog it's... lies buried. It's like, all right, right Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> Who talks like that? <laughs> um, well, I th- I'm pretty sure this is the same. Um, well, maybe it has a different meaning in German, but they have a Dalikt der Hundbegraben in German as well, mm-hmm. which means like, um, oh, what does it mean? It means um, like the proof is in the pudding, right? No. No. Okay. Give me a clue then. Is that what is that what the German one means? I think so. Okay. Well, uh, like that's the end of that, as actually I think what it means in German. That's not it either. So okay. if we were say we're two we're two detectives walking through the woods and I like stop. There's a dog buried here. Oh, there's the evidence. Nah. No. No. No, there's a clue. Like if you were, uh, if you were to, if you were to find out, mm, it means there's something fishy going on. There's something weird. There's something afoot. Oh, okay. That's, uh, oh, that's actually my favorite way to put it. There's something afoot. <laughs> right. I like that. There's something fishy going on. That's that's good. Okay. That's interesting. Interesting. Makes sense. Um, all right, I will give you one more, and this last one for today. It's been a long time, Jared, since I've done a check untranslatable, mm-hmm. so I'm very excited to do this one today. This is Yednim Uchem Tam Druhim Ven, which means like water on a duck's back. Oh, yeah. You've done that one before. I remember it. It's been but a long, long time, probably. I don't know what it means. <laughs> to, I don't know. To be a good liar, to... Not, not have something quite. affect you or bother you to... Um, That's a good guess. Well, okay, so so think about it this way. Does water stay for a long time on a duck's back? Flows right off the duck's back. Okay. So what English untranslatable do we have where something doesn't last very long? I, I don't know, dude. I don't know. It's in... In... Uh, I was going to say inconceivable, but that's, nope. <laughs> I think, from The Princess Bride. What do we say, Jared, when someone's not listening? In one ear, out the other. There oh, we go. Oh, I see. So mm-hmm. it just rolls down someone's back. I got you. Okay. Yep. yep. That makes yeah, sense. because it doesn't stick. You know, it just goes straight through your head. In I think, one ear, out the other. I think we say something like that in English. I do know some, we have something about uh, water flowing off a duck in English, but I don't know if that's what it means directly. But I've definitely yeah, I'm not heard sure it either. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, Jared, should we uh, get into Labor Day? Sure, dude. Talk about it. So, so yeah, Labor Day is one of those kind of holidays where, you know, we get our Mondays off in the U.S. on the first day of September, uh, or first Monday of September. Um, but, yeah, most, like, I don't think I was ever taught in school. And, and you know, uh, full disclosure, I went to a public school. They didn't teach us in public school. Did they teach you in your fancy private school, Jared? No, no. They did not teach us in our in our in in my fancy private schools. Um, I, I, the thing about also Labor Day, it, it, it usually marks the start of the school. Well, in Michigan, because I, 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 I had cousins and stuff in Louisiana, and I think they started in August. And I'm like, oh, you poor souls. Um, but at least in Michigan, um, most schools start th- after Labor Day. You know why that is, Jared? Um, no. Agriculture. One of the reasons why our school years are the way they are is way, way back in the day, kids were uh, child laborers and they helped out on the family uh, farms. Okay. Kind of like the, yep. okay. Interesting. It's like daylight savings time, similar to that too. It's like yeah, people and always are like- one of the stupidest things right. we have. We should do an episode on that actually. That might be kind of fun. That's another thing like, I'm never prepared for. <laughs> right? Oh, for sure. Dude, you wake up and it's like, you know, you lo- either you lose an hour or gain an hour and you just wake up like disoriented. Yeah. It's crazy how just an hour, you know, one way or the other can like change things. Although you know? in this modern era, you can go a pretty long time 
into a time change and not even realize it ha- until you like get into maybe your car or like look at the oven and it's flashing or not flashing it wouldn't be flashing the time would just be wrong uh right. but yeah you can go a long time without noticing a time change anyway labor day you know i so i, I if you just like google uh, labor day of course the first thing that comes up is uh sales Labor oh, Day sales. Well, well, of course. Only in America, Jared. No. I mean, I'm sure you see that all over the world. But yeah, I mean, I've gotten so many emails just, you know, check out these great Labor Day deals or Labor Day steals, you know? And I mean, I guess there are people out there that are like, oh shit, it's Labor Day. Let me go. You're a deal hunter. Have you? Did I you am. Did you do any searching to see what was out I there? I bought some camping gear. You okay. better believe it. Okay. You better believe it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, it... it, 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 it I guess I didn't expect it because I don't think about... I'm not a deal hunter, really, so I don't really think about these deal periods. But Jared's then when classier I, than I am. Is that what it is? It's class. <laughs> I think so. Or you uh, can afford to not get deals all the time, Jared. <laughs> that's probably more what it is. Um, but, um, but yeah, no. Um, but then when I looked it up and saw this, like, I was like, of course. Of course companies are like, oh, look, this, let's, let's exploit a holiday that people don't even care about. Um, what the hey, what hey, what is Labor Day, Chad? We haven't even said what is it. So it's well, from I'm sure my you, I know you got a list somewhere it, in front in front of you there that right, tells you what um, it is. Well, from my understanding of it, and we'll we'll get into the history in in just a second here. But from my understanding, it was um, started as a holiday just to recognize all of the blue collar workers of America. Uh, you know the 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 quote unquote real you know laborers, the one working hard in factories every day. So the ones building stuff all that good stuff so there was probably some sort of president that was like i'm I, i'm for the people wait before you look it up I, I know you're not listening to me and looking at a list already no, i you can just see said- it in your eyes but before you look it up um let's let's guess who, who who do you think was the president that put into place labor day well, I, I hate to burst your bubble, Jared, but it wasn't the president. Oh, it wasn't? Of course it, it was not. They don't care about it the was, people. Well, this is what's wrong well, with America, Chad. It might it might have maybe I, I can't was it say like it a wasn't. union or something? What yes. So yeah, you're right on the money. But here's kind of the funny thing about this, Jared. There's actually a historical debate. And if I was more of a historian, I could tell you more about it, but I'm really not. Um, but the funny thing, Jared, is that uh, the the uh, the debate is between these two guys who potentially founded Labor Day, Mick Guire, M C G U I R E, and Maguire, M A G U I R E, um, who founded Labor Day. Uh, so there's this debate on which which guy founded it. So who first proposed the holiday for workers? It's not entirely clear, but two workers can make a solid claim to be the founder of labor, of the Labor Day title. Some records show in 1882, Peter J. McGuire, general secretary of the Brotherhood of Carpenters and Joiners and a co-founder of the American Federation of Labor, suggested setting aside a day, and I quote, a general holiday for the laboring classes to honor those who from rude nature, this is uh, McGuire's words here, from rude nature, have delved and carved all of, gr- all of the grandeur we behold. And then it's quite a sentence. It is. Um, And then here's the funny thing, though, Jared. But Peter McGuire, the other guy, uh, his place in Labor Day uh, history has not gone unchallenged as well. Many believe that the machinist Matthew uh, Maguire, not Peter McGuire, founded this holiday. Recent research seems to support the contention that Matthew Maguire later the secretary of a local 344 of the International Association of Machinists in Patterson, New Jersey, proposed the holiday in 1882 while serving as the secretary of the Central Labor Union in New York. So the way this whole holiday started, Jared, is it started small and began to grow. Mm -hmm. And in typical American fashion, Jared, how do you think this holiday started? What do most of our holidays have? Booze? Uh, um, well, yes. Okay. But think, think more, think more like 4th of July. A parade. There we go. That's exactly what I, I was gotcha. looking for, are the parades. So the first Labor Day holiday was celebrated on Tuesday, September 5th, 1882 in New, in New York in accordance with the plans of the Central Labor Union. The Central Labor Union held its second Labor Day holiday just a year later on September 5th. Uh, by 1894, 23 more states had adopted the holiday. So it just began to spread and spread. I think I'd rather go to work than a parade, to be honest with you. 
<laughs> well, I guess, Jared, that either means you like your job or you hate parades. One, it's a mix one or of both. The other. It's a mix of both. Um, right. I, maybe also parades were a lot more popular back then when there was less going on. You know, they didn't have internet and and Xbox and stuff. So right. a parade that was like that was exciting. But now it's like, well, I don't want to stand out in the streets in, in the hot summer September heat. Get candy pelted at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People bumping into me, fighting over, uh, waving at these uh, ladies dancing. You know what? I'm literally just picturing the Ferris Bueller scene in my head right now. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. There's someone awesome. singing Twist and Shout. Uh, <laughs> Have you seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off before? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. You never That's know. a classic. You never know. It is that a classic. Is a classic. Um, but but yeah. But anyway. So, um, all right. So I'm I'm reading through this now, Jared. And I'm trying to see if I can find anything about like a U.S. president. Um, I'm what not year seeing was anything it? here. You, you said the, uh, a year in there, didn't 18, you? Eighteen. Oh. Here we go, Jared, right here. If I, I should read more before I open my mouth here. By 1894, no, 23 more states. It's good that you don't prepare and you just read through the article to figure it out as we're here together on the episode. Bold, it's an experience for everyone. Bold of you to assume everyone. I read this and memorize it, Jared. Very bold of you to assume. God forbid uh, by, you take a note or two. <laughs> I should highlight these. Anyways, by 1894, 23 more states had adopted the holiday. And on June 28th, 1894, here you go, Jared, President Grover Cleveland... Wasn't he also the fattest president? See, this is, no, that's Taft. This is why I wanted to guess, because I knew we would get to this eventually. Yeah, that's my bad. Oh, my bad. My Sorry for ruining the, the Labor Day party here, Jared. Uh, but yeah, so President Grover Cleveland signed a law making the first Monday in September uh, of each year a national holiday. Now, Taft, I believe, was the fat the fattest president, but I believe Grover Cleveland, let me look it up, I believe he had a great mustache. I think so. I think you're right. Uh, he did. He had a very powerful mustache. Very powerful. You know, Jared, that's that's what I hope, you know. Um, He's a big man, what? by the way, just to be clear. He's right. not a... a that a, doesn't surprise me. Please. Yeah. I, um, it seems like you really want to say something. <laughs> I do. Well, when we when we uh, leave our legacy, Jared, I hope I'm remember, remembered for having a solid beard. That's for sure. Speaking of his powerful mustache. You think you're going to be... Um, uh, that's. I guess that's not... An, I would say remembered by who? Uh, well, I guess our listeners don't know don't know what my beard looks like. That's true. <laughs> I, I that just, is true. That's a great point. Because uh, um, there's a picture. There's a lot of pictures of Grover Cleveland. True. That is true. Um, yeah. So I, I think it is kind of cool though that you know it started small and kind of you know built traction and you know other states and cities started to celebrate this holiday. And it's kind of funny, Jared. I was talking to my parents earlier today, and in comparison with a lot of other countries, Jared. I think we could have a lot more holidays. Like we really do not have, especially like, you know, if you look at like Germany, for example, a lot of those like Catholic holidays are still national holidays over there. Whereas over here, like I know, uh, at least my parents were telling me back, back in back in their day, uh, Good Friday was always off. Uh, I don't think it was a national holiday, but the companies they worked for, you know, that would be a recognized holiday. I get Good Friday so, off. Do you really? Nice. Yeah. What sort of holidays do you think would uh, would be suitable for the United States to to have? That's a that's a great question, Jared. What are, what uh, I'm is, not really sure. Yeah. Some 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 either National Student Debt Day. That's hilarious. <laughs> that that's the thing about Labor Day. It's it's it almost seems like ironic for the U.S. to have a holiday to celebrate the working class when. Like they're not like the working class is not really respected in, in the United States, right? And, and it's like it's and it's just like we have a you know you get a day off once a year, so you know that's kind of like a nice consolation prize for bad insurance, you know, um, <clears throat> or no almost insurance. no yeah, bad to no insurance, uh, all, low PTO, you know, pay mm-hmm. time off, you know. But you know, you know, we res- we respect our laborers, and we want to give them this day off to show them. And sometimes too, abysmal salaries. Yeah, that too, that too, for sure. Yeah, you know, I but mean, here's a Monday in September yeah, for you. <laughs> I mean, a minimum wage that hasn't changed in in years and is way behind, uh, you know, inflation and whatnot. Yeah, that's another great example. Yeah, but uh, but you get this one day off. Wait, wait, and, and to be and a lot of workers don't get today off. I, I'm sure I could order. Uh, t- delivery today pretty easily. Oh, I'll bet. 
I could well, go see, to the bar today. That's the other tricky thing <laughs> with holidays too, Jared. Even even like Thanksgiving, <clears throat> like we've talked about it before because we've done Thanksgiving episodes. It drives me nuts when people like go shopping on Thanksgiving because that yeah. then puts a demand for workers to be there. Then again, though, on the flip side of the coin, uh, you know, some folks don't have great relationships with their families and. Some folks do actually want to maybe work on some of those things. Sure, but I mean, but that, that is the irony of Labor Day because in other countries, countries that we've lived in, there there can be days where just stuff isn't open. It's right. rare, but there. But if there's, but if there's some sort of national holiday, it is possible that stuff just won't be open, or a grocery store will close at like two in the afternoon right. and something crazy like that and well, just everything he, will be closed after that but that doesn't that i don't think that ever happens here where you can't where just nothing's open i i would i agree with you i would highly doubt that i mean that even that reminds me of jared when uh my parents came to visit years ago uh and we did a trip to vienna it just so happened the day we it was around we had christmas in vienna and it just so happened that the way everything worked with the holidays and everything there were like three or four days in a row, not in a row, but like almost consecutively where all the grocery stores and stuff were closed. So mm-hmm. when we got to Vienna, we had to like rush to the grocery store because <laughs> we knew like for two days it was going to be closed. And I think it was open for one more day. And then there was another holiday. So, yeah. yeah. But in the States, you're right. I mean, things we just we got to make our money, Jared. You know, I mean, we are, I would say, the definition of a capitalist country. By far. Labor Day is is losing its way, you know? Right. No more parades. Are there Labor Day parades? They don't even shoot off fireworks. We love fireworks here in the U.S. People don't even shoot off fireworks on Labor Day. Maybe it's because we use up all our fireworks supply on Fourth of July, Jared, and we gotta, you know, that's so funny till the that next you year. would think that we'd ever not be prepared to blow stuff up here in the United States. Oh no, I know, I know, we always have fireworks available, but um, well, I'm just Jared, surprised actually, that we don't. Oh, it is it actually. Please, it, well, it's actually funny. So I, I brought up, uh, um, I found something with like a list of 15 things to do on Labor Day. And I was I wanted to get kind of your thoughts. We don't have to go through all fifteen. I'll tell but, you what you're what to do on Labor Day. What's that? Well, uh, uh, I mean, obviously, drinking beer is it seems like the Labor Day beverage of choice. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why. Oh, also, um, um, football games. This marks the beginning of football seasons, both yep. um, college and professional. Um, so, you know, a good tailgate would be something I would say. Um, it, um, it, 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 does Michigan State play this weekend? I know Michigan They played does. yesterday and they beat Northwestern. Okay. Okay. Northwestern. Oh, that's, okay. That's, I thought usually they start with like um, some like a lousy team. I mean, Northwestern isn't amazing, but they're not the worst. They're pretty good. They're right. not bad. Um, yeah. Well, the, the funny thing about that, though, Jared, is that... Uh, MS, that wasn't uh, MSU's first home game. So th- that was their season opener, but their season opener oh, okay. at at um, Spartan Stadium will be against, I don't even know the team. So that just goes to show you. Yeah, it's I some pay, like random team. I, pl- I pl- pay like no attention to, to football. Um, but I do know that's a good Labor Day activity. Of course, of course, you got to whip the grill out on Labor Day. The burgers right. and dogs, for sure. Uh, we'll be we'll be out and flowing. Um, I would also say another great activity is I could see people at a park at a beach, mm-hmm. especially I could see people using those disgusting park grills. Uh, um, I could see that happening, you know, with with um, some music blasting over the speakers. I don't know something uh, that I'm not interested in. Sweet Caroline. Or um, bop bop bop. Yeah, dude, I, I was in <laughs> Philly one time, and I was at uh, one time. I was there for four years, I, and I was at just um, some random bar. And the, this group next to me, they were singing "Sweet Caroline," like "Sweet Caroline," and it wasn't even playing over the speakers. Oh, and geez. I was just staring at these people in disbelief. Like, how how are you singing this song? And it's not even playing. <laughs> Let me guess, Jared. They were white people, weren't they? Listen, Chad. I wasn't gonna say it. 
um, because I didn't think it needed to be said. But yes, of, that's of fair. Course. You're right. You're right. You're right. That is that is. Yeah, you might as well I'm, just tell me. Thank you, Captain Obvious. You know, I always bring race into it, so I'm like, I don't even need to say it for this one. He knows. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I, and I did know clearly. You're right. You're absolutely right. I do want to yes. differentiate one thing though, Jared. So, um. I think there's Labor Day weekend and then there's Labor Day, right? Because yes. I do think there is a little bit of a difference, right? So I would agree with you, like the football games, the grill and the barbecuing, all that stuff for sure. Well, that's how it is for all these sort of Monday off holidays. You know, the, the holiday is Monday, but really the holiday is the fact that it's uh, the long the long weekend is the holiday. The Monday is just now the new Sunday, you know, which is kind right. of the least exciting of the days because you have to go to work the next day. True. But it's like the, the yeah, I, I guess I always just consider any of these Monday off holidays as like the long weekend as the as the holiday. Had I been smart, though, Jared, and aware of Labor Day, I would have taken Friday off. Had yeah. a super long weekend. Oh, and you, you mean go camping longer? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that's another really popular holiday, especially or, or uh, like event in, in Michigan, especially. I can tell you what, Jared. Uh, I was a little late to the game looking for campsites once again because unbeknownst to me, like Labor Day was coming up. Just goes to show you at least mm -hmm. uh, how under the radar it was, at least for me. And um, thankfully, I was able to find a couple campsites. So I'll be heading out uh, after we're done recording this episode and then coming back on Monday evening sometime. So, yeah, camping is definitely another popular Labor Day activity. Now, I must have said at this point, what, 15, 16, 17 activities must have been. Mm -hmm. Yep. Obviously, going to parades is a big one that we know Jared doesn't want to do, which I don't blame you. I don't want to either, really. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, grilling obviously but is a big one. I mean, is it though? Any... Uh, what I, I, there are no Labor Day parades. I've oh, never, yeah, there I've are. never heard of a Labor Day parade. There's a huge one in Philly every year. That's hilarious. I mean, yep. <laughs> I, I I lived very close to downtown Philadelphia, and I never even noticed. Mm -hmm. Labor Day. I've never heard of a Labor Day parade, and yeah. there's floats and thanks for working. There's one in Naperville, Illinois, Toledo. Okay, I mean, uh, oh, okay. So what I'm seeing are pictures of like, um, of like UA, UAW people, which are like the. Un oh, this is in Detroit, <laughs> the, oh, nice. uh, which is the which is the United the, which is the giant automotive union here in the U.S. Which makes sense. I, I could imagine unions, but once again, if I'm a worker and I'm in a union, the last thing I want to do on 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 a Monday is wake up early and go yeah, for a parade. Put on a stroll. Put on a tacky shirt and go walking down the street with my coworkers. Like that does not sound like a fun way to spend to celebrate work. <laughs> like that, I'm like, oh great. Like, can I just go to work and make a car? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's 90 degrees out. And I gotta walk with the people that I see every day anyway. Oh my god, I could be making money right now. Uh, I guess they do make money. It's a national holiday. Um, but yeah, that's another activity. Anything else from your list that you seem that you're you feel what, very what do you think about, about the idea of hitting the bars on Labor Day? Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, if it's yeah, I mean it's a okay. weird question now in COVID times, but right. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, well, they, but, but that's mm -hmm. but I but I wouldn't I wouldn't put it in the context. I, I would just be like, yeah, I guess so. But I, I, I guess it's it's it, you, it, I don't I don't I don't related to like a labor day celebration even though it's labor day you know yeah me either well see once again that just goes to highlight that you know there labor day just doesn't have quite the tradition like obviously there's the historical relevance but other than that i mean there's you know really i think the big thing about labor day jared is since it is kind of the end of the summer beginning of fall it's kind of it's not the quote-unquote last time to enjoy the nice weather but you know it is one of those times where i think all those outdoor activities make a lot of sense. It's the ceremonial beginning of fall as well. Yep. It's not actually mm -hmm. the beginning of fall, but it but it is like sort of that uh, uh, transition. You know, I mentioned the other day, pumpkin spice season has officially started. This is now when um, when the cider mills uh, start powering up their 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 water. What do you call those water? The mills. 
Yeah. Uh, the, 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 like, like wheel things, yeah, right? We I know what you're things? talking yeah. about. <laughs> what the hell are I those think, things? Is it, is it a water mill? I, I'm not sure what those things are. Water, is it a wagon wheel? It's not a wagon wheel. A wagon wheel is a wheel that you put on a wagon. <laughs> right. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> What the hell is that thing? It doesn't. It's not I'm even looking. that important. But I was gonna say that's when. Yeah, it's, a, it's called a wheel mill. That's what it's called. Oh really? Okay. Yep, wheel mill. Uh, that's when the um, cider mills fire up their wheel mills. <laughs> that's a weird sentence, but I, that's what it is. All right. Um, and uh, yeah, and that's when you. That's when you start getting your uh, your uh, your sweaters out. You know, sweater season. Mm-hmm. Starts hoodie hoodies. season, yeah. Yes, sir. Cuffing season, also. We should do an episode on cuffing season. Oh, we should. Isn't that's, that isn't that is isn't this cuffing that's season more winter? I think that's more like. But, begin- but I thought cuffing season. You have to have the cuff before winter starts. I thought fall was when you know you have the hot whatever summer, and that's when right. that's when you get all your <laughs> right. that's when you get all your your real you know sluttiness out. And then it, the cuffing season is fall, and that's when you need to, you know, put on a sweater and start finding um, someone to locked snu- on that person to keep you warm through the Jared. winter, yeah, exactly. through the cold months. So I believe this is the beginning of cuffing season. Speaking of Labor Day, it marks cuffing season, um, and um, that's that's another very ceremonial change in seasons here in the United States. Oh, here it is. Here, here's a, here's the uh, cuffing season schedule. You'll love it. <laughs> There's a schedule. That's great. Uh, scouting is August 1st through the 31st. Drafting, uh, is sept- this is just some, something completely random I found on, on Google uh, Images. Uh, drafting is September 1st to the 30th. Tryouts is October 1st to the 30 f- 31st. Preseason, November 1st to the 30th. Cuffing season is December 1st to January winter. 15th. That's true. Yep. Okay, okay. It's winter. That's but, but, you, but you, but yeah, okay, okay. But you got to start doing the, pre- like you can't, you got to have someone ready to go by December. So you really got to start dating and in like October, September time. Because to get to the point yeah. where you have someone to the level where they're coming over to your house and you guys are snuggling, that takes that takes a little that takes a little time, you know. You got to work you got to work on that. So True. you, you got to you, you can't just come into December and be like, "Well, all right, now it's time to start looking." And then you're screwed. Then you're screwed. That is true. That is true. <sighs> Although I think nowadays with with all the dating apps out there, Jared, um I don't know if you I agree with you, but I don't know if uh I don't know if you need to lay that much groundwork for cuffing season nowadays. No, probably depending. not. Yeah, maybe they need but, to update this. This might be from the early 2000s before the right. dating apps were really as powerful how, as How is today. there not a dating app spec- specified for cuffing season? You know what I mean? Like, that would be hilarious. Yeah. Like, cuff me or something, you know? <laughs> that would be great. Is that too long? As, that's probably too long. Like, cuffing season, but without the I... Without like you got to take out the the vowels, right? Right. <laughs> right. C F N S S N. Yeah. Season. Right. Yeah. And everyone just knows what it means. That would be hilarious. But yeah, dude. I mean, I think the big thing about Labor Day is um, a lot of folks spend some time outside, which I'm planning on doing a lot of uh, this long weekend. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, having some food either, you know, by a grill or by a campfire, which is what I'll be doing. What are your thoughts on doing like a, um, doing like a staycation? Good or bad way to spend Labor Day? What do you think, Jerry? I mean, there's nothing. Why would that be? There's. I think that's that's makes perfect sense for Labor Day is to stay at home and do nothing. I mean, that's one of my favorite things to do is is stay at home and do nothing. That's what that's I fair. plan to do. I mean, I'll, I'm, that's fair. I've done. I'm probably do stuff, but that's generally my plan is to have a staycation. Right. Another thing, too, is obviously outdoor activities, right? Paddle boarding. I mean, in Michigan, we got lots of water. So paddle boarding, kayaking. Yeah. Once I mean, again, if you got a boat and water skiing. Yeah. You know, you're into mountain biking, you know, kick a kick a soccer ball around. I'll probably be doing uh, a little bit of now, hiking. Now you're just naming activities. I think uh, you're just naming general activities that you should do on any sort of day. But you did fair. within that <laughs> long list of just general activities that are fun to do. Boat is a huge one that I think is worth mentioning. Um, and something that I haven't done in a while, uh, just cause it's so much, weirdly, I feel like it was so much easier to find myself on a random boat in high school because people's parents have boats. But now that right. I'm in a, I, I'm an adult myself. I don't have friends that have freaking pontoons 
or like a, oh, a speedboat. boat's the way to, to do it. Yeah, though. the pontoon is the ultimate party boat, which because mm-hmm. it's just literally like a platform out in the water that you can right <laughs> with some chairs. It in. doesn't go fast usually. <laughs> yeah, you just kind of float around. You hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, enjoy that, the scenery. That is a great Labor Day activity that um, that I I, I I I I miss a little bit doing yeah. that. Oh yeah, that that's always fun. I forget what financial guru said it, but they were like, uh, "Yes, it's always better to have a friend that has a boat than you be the friend with the boat. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Which makes sense. How about this one, though, Jared? I think this might be, if, if you were visiting the States from abroad and you were here on Labor Day, I think a quintessential American Labor Day thing you could do, go to a baseball game. Yeah, is it baseball season? I don't even know. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, it's. I, I mean, it's. Oh yeah. We're getting towards the end of the season. I think. Oh, I guess well, it's the best time. October though. is more the end, but yeah. This is this is the golden. So you would say baseball game over football game? Well, well once again, so uh, and I'm talking about this Labor Day on Monday. I would say if you're in America for the Labor Day weekend, hell yeah, go to a football game Friday. Go to but a baseball game on, on Monday. Monday. Oh yeah, yeah they oh. they they play well, baseball games. All throughout the week. That's yeah. what I'm saying. What do you think is a better Labor Day activity? A football game baseball or, football? or a baseball game? Oh, that's a great question. If you're question. telling, if you're, you're talking about someone's coming in from abroad, they're not going to go to both a football game and a baseball game. True. That's a lot. That's true. That's a good point. I would say... Uh, I hate to say it, but probably football because you have the tail... I mean, not that you don't always have tailgating at baseball games, but it's just like a whole nother level for like, especially college football games. Yeah. I would say college football game. If I had to pick one of the two, college football game. College football game is more of an event. Also, as far as the Labor Day sort of transition to fall, football is really that that also a, a, like a marker of transition to fall. So I think it fits better. You know, and that's tough to say because baseball is a great activity to for for like to, to go to because I like to say it's like a expensive bar with a fun view. Um, so, That's a good um, way to put it. I like that. But I think I think a fo- football game is a better is a better sort of lab- specifically Labor Day activity, especially since for college football it's also an early like it's early it's exciting you know it's like oh we're back mm-hmm. you know, um, and so I think that just the energy is better in general. So I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah, the yeah the atmosphere is something else. I mean, if you've if you've never experienced an American college football game, it's definitely worth an experience without a doubt. You're missing out. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we we should go to a game this year. Okay, we're not that far from the big house. Also, we're not that far. Well, it's about an hour at least for me to East Dude, Lansing. We could but. we could even we could <laughs> maybe we need to be more than just the two of us if we do this. But you have a pickup truck, bro. We could definitely like do some level of tailgating. Oh, you're right. Bring a grill That's of some true. sort. You know, yeah. bring get a cooler. I got my 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 Yeti cooler. Fill it there up with go. some shit. Throw it in the back of the of the truck. We we got to make this happen, and, and we should do a tailgate. I know we already did an episode on tailgate, but we should do a tailgate 2.0. Okay, uh, and actually and actually do some field well, research. I was say, if we actually do a tailgating, <laughs> I think it would be, if we actually do a tailgate at some point, I think it would be very justified to do another one. Honestly, we could we could title that an on the road again. Oh, I that's mean, true. Really that's a good going, point. We're not really seeing anything we haven't seen, but I'd say that's a like a experience in itself. That would be a fun on the road again. It is. Experience. And you're right. I do need to start doing more pickup truck things with my pickup truck. I, I haven't been starting just to look for it. campers, though. So I found a couple couple decent ones, but I'm going to hold off until uh, until I know what's happening job-wise. Because I turning you're making another you're turning your big p- financial decisions not always yeah. smart. <laughs> you're turning your parents' driveway into a real redneck uh, showroom. You better believe it, buddy. He's collecting vehicles and trailers. <laughs> yep. Crown Vic's going up on uh, Facebook Marketplace, though, on Monday. Oh, nice. Nice. So, yep. Yep. Speaking of which, there's there's another uh, Labor Day activity, garage sales and selling stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I know around here, at least, I've seen shit tons of signs for garage sales. Yeah, that's a good so one. So maybe that's what I'll have to do on Monday, too, is drive around and... See if I can find yeah, any hidden gems at garage sales. That's the thing. I'm not, you know, you got to be deep into the Facebook, like a local Facebook community to really know where all the garage sales are or just stumble upon them. Maybe right. I'm, I might have to do the same because I've gotten some good stuff from garage sales around You found me. some really cool artwork, haven't you? 
I found well, no, a lot of the was art, that from a thrift store. That's from a thrift store. I found one okay. piece of artwork, but I wouldn't call it a really good one. It's a indie car poster, a Detroit indie car poster from the '90s, but it's like framed, not framed, but it's like a piece. Anyway, I wouldn't really call that a fine piece of art. <laughs> that's fair, <laughs> but that's I, fair. I love it though. I, I would agree with you, but, but it's at least add some accoutrement to your to your place, yeah. which is always good. Yeah, but yeah, dude, we'll have to start brainstorming planning though for the. Uh, the tailgate episode because that'll be fun. Yeah, we um, should we should definitely sure. make that happen. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have to look at the kind of different football team schedules and, and see what uh, see what will work. But uh, but yeah, I mean Labor Day I think is the I would say that the best thing about it, as you mentioned, Jared, is just the once again I'm going to sound very very <laughs> stereotypical, maybe even redneck American here, Jared. But I think the best thing about Labor Day is having that Monday off and the freedom to do what you want to do. If you want to sit at home and do nothing. You can do that. If you want to go check out a parade, check out a parade. If you want to go camping like I am, go camping. If you want to, you know, um, hang out with your buddies and do something outside, you can do that. You know, and I think the cool thing is, too, is because Labor Day is one of those lower key holidays in the States. It doesn't have that strong, more steadfast tradition where you where, you know, if you don't do something, you'll get kind of side eyes and peer pressured by your by yeah. your colleagues or your friends to do other things. You know? Yeah, for sure. There's there's no pressure like like you can't like it's hard to just be like, yeah, I'm not coming over for Christmas or Thanksgiving, but for Labor Day, it's like who you know do what you can. It's it's just a long weekend, really. <laughs> exactly. Unfortunately, just just remember on that Tuesday, Jared, you better be packing up all your white clothing and putting it away. <laughs> yes, for sure. No, I would not embarrass myself. All right. Exactly. Exactly. That's well, anyways, let us know what your plans are for Labor Day at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. And we hope you all have a very happy and healthy Labor Day today or whenever you end up listening to this episode. Also, you can check us out on YouTube and Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. Slide into those DMs on Twitter, Untranslatable One, the number one. And please, five star reviews on iTunes. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So, as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yekuyame, muchas gracias. Shisha and Dos Vidanya.